be heavy. I like heavy stuff. I'm into that heavy stuff. It's gotta be heavy. The heavy sound, heavy beat. Rebel 1017 presents the Heavy in Ottawa podcast with Laura Collins and James Reed. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. Hello, everyone. This is Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura. And I'm James. Our spotlight band this week is Muffler Crunch, and we have Angie and Luke in studio chatting with us. We list some events for the next couple of weeks in Ottawa Gatineau area. But our first guest of uh, this week's episode is Mike Raymond from Reverence Audio, also the frontman of local rock band Quiet Crimes. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So I've been seeing a lot of your posts recently. You've been making some pretty cool pedals I've been for, back for on the, the social media game yeah right <laughs> sometimes I don't post for months and lately there's been a lot going on so right you also own a, a recording studio is that yeah. correct so yeah so it's all kind of under the same moniker so all it's the all same name. tying back together yeah okay yeah. so how, how did you initially started making custom gear for musicians uh, the pedals is probably the most recent thing that I've dove into it's been, I guess, a year and a half or so, a couple years maybe, of just tinkering around with like building circuits and making pedals for people all of a sudden. Because you guitar tech for quite a, yeah. quite a few bands as well, and I remember seeing like past couple of years, you you made something very very special for yeah. Matt Mays, for yeah, example. Yeah, I started and making some for some of the artists I've I worked for. Yeah, Matt Mays is probably the my most uh, recurring professional guitar tech gig so i made some pedals for those guys made some for the dirty nil i guess that's it but then a lot of local people have been asking for pedals all of a sudden yeah and whatnot so how'd you like get into like all the soldering and just the tinkering and all that stuff with the pedals like was there i guess it started with uh, guitar repair i've been doing guitar repair and like restoration for 15 years or so all right. And so just around doing with the guitar there. electronics, yeah, I yeah. kind of had to learn all that. So, and just yeah, it just kind of evolved to like, why don't I start building pedals? Are they like your own designs, or do you do uh, what? One I want? of them. It, well, I mean, most pedals out there are starting from a design that's yeah. like thirty years old anyway. Mm-hmm. So, even stuff that's super unique, it's it's kind of based on a foundation of something that already exists, and you're changing out components and adding stuff mm-hmm. and just modding designs. So one that I have is like a pretty heavily modded design of a fuzz that already exists, but I don't know, the tone's just different, and people seem to dig it, and people are... If it tickles the fancy, get, it tickles yeah, the fancy. Yeah, they make them for them, so... I'm planning on getting a like a few of my own designs or my own mods or whatever, but... I'll also do clones. Like. Right on. What's uh, what's your favorite pedal that you've made so far? Oh, man. Probably the Brian May treble booster. Okay. It's just like a boost with a lot of like high end in it, and it's great. Right on. And you also do live sound as well, right? Yep. I do a uh, live sound for House of Targ and the Dominion Tavern, and I do like, freelance random gigs yeah. people call me up for sometimes i go rent out a pa and set up somewhere for a show i've done nature nocturne at the museum of nature which is right cool on. gigs so what did you get into first then or did it all kind of just happen besides playing <laughs> uh i guess <clears throat> recording yeah yeah started recording stuff uh probably when i turned like 20 
and just, yeah, just started building a small studio and next thing you know, recording a bunch of bands and doing sound and started build, building circuits, started guitar teching for people. Was that a relatively new thing, the guitar teching or have you been doing that for a while? No, that was super new. That fell into my lap. Okay. Just from doing all the guitar repair over the years. Yeah. Uh, my name came up. Matt Mays actually was kind of stuck for a guy for a dragon boat fest a couple years ago. And, uh, yeah, my name came up somehow and they just took a chance on me, did the gig. And two weeks later they flew me out to Toronto to do a string of more gigs and they just call me up once in a while since awesome. then. And yeah, they keep bringing me out. You've also teched for July talk. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Did a few gigs for July talk. Well, it's Christina Martin. I did one gig for Trampled by Turtles, which is an amazing, <laughs> like, speed bluegrass. Speed bluegrass. From the States. Uh, yeah, they're incredible players. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, who else? I don't know. There's a couple more in there that I've done, like, one-offs. Yeah. Always easy to forget. So for Reverence Audio, how can people find you if they need any any custom gear, they need any guitars? Uh, I guess easiest is just reverenceaudio.com website. And you hit my phone number's there, email is there. All the info can be yeah, found. Yeah. So how booked are you currently for, for all this stuff? Because it sounds like you have a pretty full plate. <laughs> uh, between all the things, it does get pretty booked. But, I mean... What, what do you need me to do? I'm, I'm, open, <laughs> I'm always open for, for work. All right, perfect. So on top of all this, you play and sing in a band. So there's yeah. some new stuff happening stu new stuff happening with Quiet, Quiet Crimes as well. Yeah, we just released an EP kind of a little bit out of nowhere. I had a super busy last year, like 2019, so it didn't do much with the band. And I was just kind of tired of like waiting around <laughs> and like I just... <laughs> mixed some songs and put it out and like whatever when, when was that was put out last friday february oh, 14th oh, that yeah. recently okay yeah, i was yeah. like is this the same EP? so no I yeah and i kind of forgot about it i like submitted <laughs> it like forgot to post about it and it came out and i'm like oh yeah we have a new ep i am terrible so what's the name of the ep modern lovers all right so how long did you work on that ep well the songs were i mean i feel like i wrote those songs last year And then I just kind of threw it all together really quick in the last couple months. And when I had time, mixed it up real quick and released it. So you did it all yourself then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Minus like the... At Reverence Audio. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the... Do you guys record drums there too? Yeah. Yeah? All of oh, it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where, where so, is it? Where's your space? Uh, it's in Gatineau now. I just out of my house in Gatineau. Okay. Like, six minutes from downtown Ottawa. Convenient. Super close. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. So now with the new EP, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, we don't, actually. <laughs> um, so anyone booking right now? Excellent planning. <laughs> yeah. We're open, for, uh, we're open for show offers. Sure. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys did just play recently. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. just played February 6th at uh, 27 Club. And before that, at Bronson Center with Finger 11, which oh, was yeah. like... How was that show? show? Or, that was the, the best show that we've done as Quiet Crimes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, that was, that was really, really nice. Especially nice you change. got to play there after all the renovations, too. So you yeah, got the nice new amazing, PA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They call and it they a were, mini Danforth Center now. Yeah, and they were closed all of January, apparently, for more renovations. Oh, they're like, still going. Oh, yeah. yeah They've got a lot more to do, I know. That place is killer. Yeah. yeah. 
it's it's nice to see auto auto needed a space that exactly. was exactly it was much like needed. that once they get ac in there then it's gonna be <laughs> yeah, <fucking> yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah that's a great place yeah was it pretty packed out when you guys played there? It was pretty packed, yeah. yeah we awesome. didn't know really what to expect if people were just going to show up later for Finger 11. But yeah, you never know in those being situations. Being just a two-band bill, I think it helped out a lot. For like, sure, yeah. It seemed like everybody was there and like, yeah, it was great. Did you get to hang with Finger 11 at all? Not much. Just, Say what's just up. Like, yeah, talked for one minute. Actually, yeah. I talked a lot with their drummer for a while about like, business stuff. and like. Right on. But yeah. So we're going to listen to a tune from the new EP. It's called Dream Thief. Is there anything you'd like to tell us about this song? Um, the, car, the guitars are dark. I should have put more high end into the guitars. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all that comes out when I hear it. That's the technical part in your brain that's kind of like yeah. nitpicking all That's the stuff things. you shouldn't say like on the radio. But <laughs> Most people are like, yeah, I wrote this when I was in a really dark place. No, I just don't like the guitar tones. Yeah. And <laughs> The only thing dark is the guitar tone. Yeah. Right on. Well, thanks so much for coming in, man. Thanks so much for having me. This is Dream Thief by Quiet Crimes.
in Ottawa Spotlight. So, for this week's Spotlight Band, we have the one and only Muffler Crunch in the studio here with us. Thank you guys for joining us. Oh, thank you for having us. So, I think my first question is, uh, how long have you guys been a band for? We've been a band for over 20 years now. I mean, uh, Angie, I think I met you when you were 16 years old. And uh, we started playing in a punk band named Name. Name? uh, (laughs) Then we had uh, another variation of... uh, another punk band called David and Me Show, and eventually those two guys uh, that were in the forefront there couldn't make it to gigs anymore, and we became Muffler Crunch. Right on. Yeah. So you're always drumming, Angela? Yes, I I took drum lessons as a child. My drum teacher looked like B.B. King, like (laughs) no word of a lie, and uh, in Ottawa, and I would go to my little lessons, and uh, I was 12. Did I mention that? It was 12, yeah. Anyways, and uh, I've been playing drums for a long time because, you know, I'm turning 41 soon, so there you go. And how quickly were you singing? Like how soon into your career is it bad? I'm going to answer for her. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine Angie not singing. She's always singing. Right? I, I just started doing backups when we were in that group that Luke mentioned, David and me show, and then uh, just started doing it more and more. And then I got a headset mic and sort of took the lead, as it were, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say with that band, David and me show, she was the secret weapon because neither, oh, yeah? neither of the two guys in the forefront knew how to sing at all. <laughs> that was uh, the whole point? And, and so suddenly in the middle of the show, Angie would start singing, and, and so it would, it would usually get a, quite the cheer out of that. You know? Oh, my God. Okay. I, I started learning drums a few years ago, and I have a huge amount of respect for people who sing and drum at the same time. I, I'm just having trouble like figuring out my, all my limbs. I mean, yeah, as a drummer myself, it's, uh, it's wild and so hard to do. So props on that for sure. I appreciate that. Uh, bear in mind that the drumming that I do do is it's pretty simple drumming. and Still tough. Uh, it's, it's tough. It is tough. If you can train your brain, I would actually say this to anybody doing it out there. Like if you can just focus and train your brain to start by singing along to the beat and then eventually you will naturally deviate off the beat and then you'll just fall into it. So just practice if that's what you want to do. Honestly. I think that's the, the key word right there is practice. Yes, it is. It's always <laughs> whenever it comes to anything complicated like that. Yes, can't stress that enough. Yeah. <laughs> now, Luke, I think you've probably got the craziest guitar setup that I've probably ever seen in my life. So how the fuck did that become a thing? Uh, I'm going to suggest it became a thing very gradually. Okay. Uh, Hold on. The original, uh, it was originally being used by another member of that original band we were in, David and Me Show, uh, the, the acoustic guitar. Okay. Uh, so it was plugged into an amp there, and uh, I just took it from there. And okay. started experimenting with it, and uh, it was gradually Frankensteined up by you know friends that yeah. fixed it up. It, it was broken at a at a show in Toronto at Lee's Palace. Yeah, when I tried to ram it through Angie's snare drum to give it a nice climax to the show, did you get it? Did it work? Uh, it did not work. <laughs> it, it was, it was, did you almost break your leg at that. Well, show? it was it was a two ply skin. Uh, so I saw I saw uh, one skin ripped. You so got I the thought, first oh, ply. No, <laughs> I could get through it. No, it did not work. No. So I smashed the neck off. It had to be reconfigured again i mean the guitar is a piece of crap like i was gonna say what what kind of guitar is it <laughs> it's uh from what i understand it's from sears i like thought it was a sears years. guitar so that's actually the same guitar that jack white plays funny enough Get oh, yeah? Here. yeah seriously he plays so like a, a shitty 200 dollars <laughs> sears guitar that he's decked out same guitar he's had his whole career yeah so there you go so this is the same guitar you've had the whole time too right yes so maybe there's something to these sears guitars 
it, well. it has absolutely no intonation. Like, uh, <laughs> if, if you play it not plugged in, you can barely hear it. Yeah, it's, it's become quite a challenge to play actually, as it as it warps over the years, and you know. Did you put like was it an originally an acoustic guitar that you put pickups into? Yeah, I think originally I just had a, a you know a Dean Markley acoustic pickup in it. Okay. And uh, and now you've got that, something built now in. I've got like an Invader pickup put in high okay. gain sort of thing, you know. Uh, and I'm still experimenting with it, really. What else have you done to it? I'm curious. Uh, there's all sorts of switches. Some of them do things. Some of them don't do things. Some of them used to do things. <laughs> used to do things, do, yeah. Anymore, you know, so uh, it's got a volume dial on it. Otherwise, it, it is. It looks like a complicated setup, but it is quite simple but it's been honed over the years and and yeah 20 years minutely. of it's been tweaked and stuff over time so it's become what it is very gradually you know yeah yeah i i really wish that this was a, a video interview so we could kind of add a clip of one of your live shows because literally your your shows are some of the most energetic shows i've ever seen in my life oh well that's nice to hear i mean yeah. we, we try <laughs> I don't think there's anybody in the Ottawa scene that, if as long as they've been around for like a month, they probably know who Muffler Crunch is. But that's um, good to know. Like even people <laughs> I know that are like way older than me, even older than you guys, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I remember Muffler Crunch." And like, "Oh fuck, they're still going." Like, I was talking to uh, to Colin Mills, like uh, the, the program coordinator of Music Industry Arts at Algonquin. And he remembered seeing you guys back in the day. Oh. And like, actually, I think I was trying to convince him to come out to that show that you guys played at my house. And he, he's always afraid that my house will burn down and he'll die a fiery death. So he didn't. Oh. But um, other than that, Colin, if you're listening, you really should come out. Um, Listen, Colin, <laughs> we don't care about your excuses. You must come to the next show, especially if it's at his house. All right. Don't be afraid. It's going to be OK. <laughs> and it's a really cool story. If the house does burn down. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good way to go. Yeah. So how many records have you guys recorded? Oh, boy. Oh, geez. Well, what do we have? So we had a demo that we put out called uh, True Love. Then, uh, what was the next one? Sparky's Revenge. Then we had Arc Welder. And then this most recent. And then Little Things. Oh, Little Things, right. And then the most recent. Yeah, so I missed one there. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the new album feels like a new beginning for us. Oh, yeah? Uh, we feel like it's maybe the first time that we were beginning to capture that energy that we have live. Oh, that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, so so I feel like this is the beginning of that. So it, okay. it, it kind of feels like we're just starting, even Hell though yeah. we've been doing this for 20 years. When did I, this album come out? This this newest album here, yep. uh, we just released it this winter. Okay. And it's the first time that we've put out an album on a USB stick, which as cheesy as that might sound, it's 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 kind of a more convenient format. Very, and, and yeah. Putting out a CD, I mean, for listeners that are in a band know that that can be extremely costly. And so, and then you end up with the boxes and boxes of CDs in your storage area in your house, you know? So these USB sticks, we thought were more economical. You know, you just get a small amount at a time. And uh, it's just more, and you can put a vi music video on there too for people and all that. Uh, listen to me, music videos. You know what I mean. So you can like put your VHS in and. <laughs> but anyway, no. But seriously, we put our new video because we came out with a new video and and the album at the same time. So we put it on there for fun. You know what I mean. And uh, yeah, so it's it's as the French would say, it's flambant neuf. This album, like this, is the the most recent. But we're always we're like already thinking about the next one. You know, too as <laughs> usual. Goes, yeah. But Luke's right. Like uh, it is. It does feel like a new beginning, which is always important if you want to, you know, be in a band for 
like upwards of 20 years. I don't know yeah. if that's something anybody would want. You know what I mean? Because we fight, obviously, from time to time. But it's not true. We don't fight. No, we never fight. So, um, yeah, just uh, just make sure it always feels new. You know, if it's starting to not feel, if it's starting to feel like a job, well, that's enough. You I mean, stop, you know, that's pretty cool. If you guys have been a band for over 20 years and you're just now saying that it feels like a new beginning, like just to still have that feeling after that amount of time mm-hmm. and to not because everybody quits their band or bands die or whatever because it feels stale or they get tired of it or whatever. And you guys are just trucking along and still just as in love with it as you were before. It's, it's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. So you did you release a music video as well with that? Yes, we did. And to what song? Uh, it, the song was uh, a song called Namaste. Namaste. All right. Where can we check that out? Angie, you know things about things. <laughs> you know things about things. Uh, if you want to see the video, it's just on your traditional like YouTube. Just type in the word Namaste, and uh, you'll see the video. And we muffler filmed crunch. It. And muffler crunch. Probably. Yes, of or course. Or you'll get some yoga shit. <laughs> and uh, and it's everywhere. Like it's not hard to find. It honestly isn't. And uh, once you weed through like all of the uh, new age websites, that'll probably come up as well. Uh, basically, what that's what the song is about. Is I have this obsession with like. Um, people that worship crystals and new agers and all that stuff and how silly I think the whole thing is. <laughs> so uh, so that's kind of what this, it's a joke. It's like a ridiculing that in a sense. You okay. Know? Just like taking ridiculing, shot. taking a shot, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to see the video, we filmed it this past summer and uh, we had a blast filming it. I mean, it was a hot, hot day in July. So we we're happy with, you can see us getting progressively more sunburned as, as the video goes on, the edit. So uh, yeah, but hopefully enjoy people seem to we got a good reaction from it uh, we try to make it funny you know yeah i'm gonna say somewhere along the line we uh, we started leaning towards comedy uh, yeah we were really enjoying things like portlandia and the fred armison uh and what's what's her name I, I can never remember her name on the on that show carrie carrie yes carrie. anyway portlandia that that She's that that too. that strange humor so yeah we started, we started, brownstein sorry we, we started putting that into the into the well it's we've always had a bit of humor in the music but this Namaste video is is a comedy video, and I, I mean, we, some of the stuff didn't make the cut. We thought it was a little bit too 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 risque. Yeah. So, uh, risque. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, there's a, there's a scene where he pisses on me that we cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even no word of a lie. But we're like, ah, no, we better cut that one out. We we, <laughs> we thought it, it we thought it was funny. You gotta put it up on. <laughs> it was even your idea. Yeah, yes, it was you my have, idea. Everybody, you should have like an additional cut, like the uh, X-rated uh, cut for Pornhub, the director's cut. cut. Yeah, <laughs> with no tits. I mean, uh, whoa. <laughs> um, now for the rest, I, I, I oh. have a feeling that we need to link this on on our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely link it. Sexy photos of Angie. Uh, yeah, yeah, company. yeah, yeah. Don't get scared. Meanwhile, you're in your snowsuit. <laughs> in my snowsuit. <laughs> with the studs at the bottom. Yeah, man, that's it. Um, what about the rest of the album, other than these USB sticks? Where can we find it? Is it on Spotify? Okay, so the full album is on the USB, and we just ha- basically made those to so you could buy it at the show. You know, people mm-hmm. like to buy their merch at the show and sometimes and stuff like that. But if you want to get any individual songs off the new record, you can just go to our Bandcamp. You know, Muffler Crunch Bandcamp, super easy. Again, we're super easy to find online. And all our T-shirts and stuff like that are there. And, like, if you want to reach out and, and chit-chat with us, of course, we've got all the Instagrams and the Facebooks as usual so yeah you guys do spotify or no yeah we're on spotify i think i think the album is yeah should be on there yeah i think we we waited a little while when we released it and it came up in like a week we have our sound engineer helps us with that stuff okay you know where'd you guys record it 
we we record everything in our in the same place that we that we jam in my home. Okay, and uh, we have uh, like a studio in in my home as well. Cool. And our sound engineer uh, slash video maker, the guy can do it all. Is uh, he lives with me? So I mean, we're very lucky in that regard. He's got know. it all under one roof. That's yeah, great. Uh, it, it's so you know I I see other bands paying for jam spaces or paying for these services, and I I feel for them. It's hard work, and we're so lucky to have what we do really. What do you think is the coolest show you guys have ever played? Oh, my God. Big question. Uh, there's some weird ones there. Luke, would you care to answer? The, the coolest show? The, the coolest, coolest show. The, the we could even say, like, show. your coolest and Angela's coolest. Oh, my God. Like the Dude, most memorable show that yeah. you ever threw. There's been a few. Uh, the most memorable one. I mean... Uh, what was the first show that jumped to your brain when I said that? The first one, uh, geez. Well, I'm going to go to the one that sticks in my mind. Uh, in Montreal, Théâtre Saint-Catherine and, and receiving the beer enema. That one always uh, goes down <laughs> in my memory. What? Like someone, someone grabbed me uh, and, and blew beer up my ass kind of thing. And uh, All in one fell swoop or what? It, it, <laughs> it, was, it was smooth and it, and it happened. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, that one goes down. And I mean, there was barely a crowd, right? There, there's always those shows... That, the shows that stick in my mind the most are the ones where there, there's barely anyone, but you and still, yet somehow course, it's crazy. Well, you still, of course, go out there and, and give it your all, and then and chug a butt, because chug you a beer. Get, regardless of the number of people, you still get this positive reaction from people. We've never really gotten a bad reaction from people, right? We, I couldn't imagine you guys getting a bad reaction. We've, we've always gotten a good reaction. So regardless of how many people, I guess those those bad shows are kind of the most memorable ones. And, yeah, the you know, bad ones are more memorable. <laughs> <laughs> like unfortunately. The weird ones, like we 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 got invited to uh, to uh, the opening of a hair salon, and it was this super fancy foo foo hair salon with beautiful chandeliers and everything. And well, I don't know how the hell we got that gig, but it ended up being you can see video of it on uh, on YouTube in two parts, and it ended up being crazy because Luke started dancing on the on the what would it be like the little. Areas where people cut hair. What would you call those? Not the consoles. The, I don't uh, know what I was the standing little table. on. The station, I guess. The little, yeah, hair cutting mm-hmm. stations. And then you put your guitar in the new chandelier and everybody was freaking out. But it was okay. Well, I didn't realize, <laughs> yes, it, it was a brand new chandelier and I had tangled it up. I had no idea. Like, oh, I, I no. Yeah, because I'm just holding my guitar up and then all of a sudden it's making weird noises. And I look up and, ooh, and I'm rubbing my guitar up against it. And uh, sure enough, it tangled it up. And oh, shit. Someone yeah. must have What hair salon was this? And they, why do they want a rock band? <laughs> we we have no idea. There was this guy who was kind of like a crossover. Like he, you know, the type of person that's um, from the Glebe, who <laughs> <But laughs> enjoys pumpkin now. spice and all yada yada. Yet a crossover, like is a metal fan kind okay. of secretly. Yeah. So this guy's it was his bright idea, and the place was called the Loft. It no longer exists. So it was, was it also on, in the Glebe? No, it was on Elgin really Smelgen Street, and it was just above where the the. I don't know if you guys remember when Marouche Shawarma was very legendary. The first ever Marouche was downstairs. I, think I remember that is place. Is this across yeah. the street from St. Louis? Like yes, that, yes, yes. Yeah. In that strange, glassy, like businesses never succeed in this complex. <laughs> You've got like some business selling fish tackles one week. The next week, it's like I don't know a dog grooming place, and like and yeah, and that, so the salon was there. And now I don't know what it is if it's a bar or what. But every time I cycle past there, I remember Luke. My drums were set up in the window and Luke tangling up that chandelier so oh, God. that's very memorable actually <laughs> well that one's extra memorable because there's footage of it as well but oh is there we yeah. watch well I watch in 
cringe. Is it on YouTube? Oh, uh, yeah, it's cringy. Like, we, we hate Link that. It's on YouTube in two parts. Oh, and a lot so of people showed up for that. A lot of people showed up for that. Cody's in that, isn't he? Uh, little, yeah, when he was a little baby. Yeah, I think we Cody were, Smith? Just a little rock fan. Cody Smith? I think so. I Fuck think yeah. Super <laughs> young. I think he's in that video too. Awesome. I swear to God, it's Could him. Be. Yes, yes, I yes. Know. I will look at it when we get home. So this can be found under your yes, feed? Yes. Yeah. These, these yeah. wonderful videos. So what song would that have been, though? That, that was Little wanted? Things. Okay, Little Things, right. Okay, yeah. that, oh, that's why it's two-parter, because the, yeah, the, yeah, oh, the end of it is a big, long solo that we hadn't practiced and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you guys' influences as a band? Well, I'm going to suggest Ween and Melvin's are, are, are a big influence for us. As he uh, wears a, Mel- or a, yeah, a well, Ween I'm wearing shirt. A, I'm, wearing, I'm intentionally wearing a Ween t-shirt as I'm feeling my hard nipple through the uh, <laughs> the the logo here that says Ween. But uh, the Melvin's, I mean, essentially I'm trying to be the Melvin's with an acoustic guitar. Fair, okay. Uh, that that was kind of the idea, to, to, to create some sort of emotional resonance with a with heavy sound. Uh, so yeah, the Melvins would make would make sense. I mean, for you, okay. Yeah, yeah. For for myself, I think Angie is more so, uh, more of a metal fan. Whereas I would suggest uh, maybe I'm a little more avant garde or something like that. I don't I don't know what I am in terms of musical taste. I usually this get the guy eye li- roll. This guy listens to Wilco 24 <laughs> 7. like one album from Wilco. Look, he's even wearing all beige clothing. Come on. He looks very comfortable. Right now. One Sunday Morning is one of my favorite songs ever. I, there you I go. love there uh, you Yankee go. Foxtrot Hotel. Mm. I think it's a great, great album. Uh, yeah, you know. heavy fans don't know what that is. No, I don't. <laughs> Just I didn't mean to interrupt. It's, it's good. It's good. So, what are your uh, influences, Angie? Frank Zappa. Oh. I love Frank Zappa, and I love Ween too. Luke's right about the Ween thing. We love them, and when we go on road trips, we listen to nothing but Rush. So we love Rush, and uh, what else do we do? influence Danzig? I'll always love, even though they make fun of him. I don't care. Danzig too is the best. That's a perfect album. So yeah, that influenced me a lot, singing wise, you know, and like Nina Simone, beautiful singing like that, soulful stuff, you know. So I think we can, like, it's a cross. We listen to a lot of the same stuff, but different stuff too, you know? Yeah, I figure there's got to be, yeah, similarities, but also big differences for sure. You just mentioned going on the road. Uh, Have you guys done much touring? I know you've also mentioned Montreal and Toronto, but. Well, I'm quite a bum. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I often, uh, you know, we just don't have much money for touring and touring, especially in Canada. It's expensive. It's very expensive. I oh, mean, yeah. Your, your next spot to play is a day away sort of thing. Pretty much, so yeah. You got to drive and mm-hmm. drive some more. So we've stuck to playing, you know, Montreal and Toronto a lot. Lately, we've been getting a lot of gigs in Montreal, which is nice. Uh, so touring, real tours, I can say we haven't really done real tours. It, just like, you know, we'd love to put things on vinyl. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, that would be cool, but it's just really pricey. So unless someone wanted to give us some money, hint, 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 hint. hint. <laughs> just pre-sale it all. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's a good idea. Um, we have, uh, we're not very good with good ideas. We don't know where to start half the time. That's what it's been like for 20 years. <laughs> sort of just like f- flying by the seat of our pants. But we went down pretty to- pretty all right for it. <laughs> it's, we have had fun. Like we got invited a couple times down to the States, you know, one-off type shows. Yeah. And we had like uh, the doom, you know, the doom scene in Maryland is very strong. Oh, yes. Very strong scene. I played uh, the Maryland Doom Fest. There you, there you yeah. go. So it yeah. was like Shod, the Shod Fest is mm-hmm. one of them. And uh, and you've played at that? 
Uh, no, it was the Maryland Doomfest. The actual Maryland yeah. Doomfest. I'm actually begging to get on, on the yeah. list this year. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, and so so you know full well how they are down there. And yeah. they are very ex- looking, they're thirsting for something different, something new, and they really embrace the heavy bands from up here, like yeah. as you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they are, you know, whenever we can get down there, we always have a blast. And then, you know, we had like a one-off show in Kentucky this summer, <laughs> like just oh, odds cool. and ends. But and as bands may or may not know, it's, of course, the border is a big piece of big shit. Pain, yes, not yeah. really hard. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Especially for the Canadians. It's not fun getting through. No, it's not. <laughs> so what about upcoming shows? So, upcoming shows. Luckily, we made some great friends in Montreal. So, uh, we have March 20th at Avant Garde with uh, Pussy Stench, and, <laughs> uh, who are actually great, and Gore Lush. And so, that's going to be freaking loud. And then the next night, we'll be with them again in Montreal. And then another Ottawa show we're doing that's going to be fun is at the Dominion, which was one of the ones bars we used to play a lot when we were. Uh, I guess a younger band that'll be April 9th with Pink Cocoon so that's gonna be that's gonna be really fun too so springtime it's gonna be hopefully well attended too what's going on like are we not gonna have your stupid question of the day we will we will but first I think we oh, should we're take listen a, to a song first yeah we should do that first <laughs> I, I can't wait for that <laughs> question no it's gonna be a good one I haven't even decided yet but we'll figure one out we, the stupid, is that your thing like, yes do you do yeah. a that's question? his thing yeah. every yeah. single yeah. episode yes yep. <laughs> yeah. first but first we're going to listen to a song by Muffler Crunch called Which One Is It? Uh, would you guys like to introduce this song at all? Luke, would you like to introduce Which One Is It? Well, uh, hey everyone, uh, this is uh, Muffler Crunch and uh, this song's called Which One Is It? And, uh, you know, welcome, welcome to the world of Muffler Crunch and Which One Is It? <laughs> <laughs> Best introduction so far. All right, this is Which One Is It? by Muffler Crunch.
back that was which one is it by muffler crunch and as per the ritual i have one last dumbass question of the week for you guys so i'll ask it to you each individually and the question is if you were to have a catchphrase what would it be uh well i'll go with uh just bing bang pow (laughs) (laughs) that that's that's it so by a catchphrase catchphrase like something that sums up the entire experience of the band or? no like your personal catchphrase oh yeah I mean we could do a third one for the band Bing Bang Pow's pretty pretty strong um, <laughs> are we using that for Luke so oh my god are, are you trying to steal my catchphrase yeah. my catchphrase. what we each get one well you get one yes you're asked the question individually you as a person what would Angela need? This is a profound question. It is. It is. Oh, I feel I I can't answer. She'd that probably question. have an easier time, you know. Uh, How about for the band then? Mouthing, mouthing like the the theme song that would go along with you, like Shanawa. It could be like a, a, a catch tune. Shanawa, Shanawa, who are? 
I'm freaking have huge anxiety rating. Yeah, like maybe some maybe something like you always, you know, sing when you're sitting on the toilet or in the shower yeah. or when you're heading on the stage, you have this one song that you're kind of like, <laughs> kind of like humming. Oh, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the catchphrases that you'd throw at me to insult me while we're trying to jam or something like that. Like, where's that? Oh, save. Or just like something that you say <laughs> as you're leaving. Jesus. No, I stole that <laughs> off an old, man, an old man at the hospital that I work at. Uh, save some for the rest of us. What was the? Remember you oh, no, I can't use that. <laughs> What? Save some pussy for the rest of us, Luke. <laughs> whenever he wears those pants, right? Because I'm, I'm generally dressed up. I'm dressed up all classy for I'm the shows, sorry, but when I'm okay? when I'm showing up for 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 actual jam practice, you know, I'm I'm wearing oh. my leisurely clothes, like I'm wearing a cardigan and some uh, checkered pants today. You yeah, know? yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a cardigan on and checkered pants today. They're flared too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not so. like my awesome skinny jeans at 41 years old. <laughs> I don't have a catchphrase except for the one I just said. Save some. There, there will, there will <laughs> be a photo attached to to this post All later right. on, oh so God. everyone gets to see. It. <laughs> I, ne- I never it's thought amazing. of the photo. I was like, <laughs> 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 I thought I'd be going in completely yeah. incognito. Yeah. Yeah. He wore his pantoufles into the studio. <laughs> we'll just take like headshots. Okay, so the catchphrase then. What about for the band? Oh, the, Are we still sticking with Bing Bang the, Pow? The heaviest music in the world on the crappiest guitar in the world. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mic drop. There we go. Boom. Yeah, we don't drop mics, though, because we know how much they're worth. So. <laughs> because we know. <laughs> they're respectful punks. That's how you know you're I, old. I think the only people that do mic drops are people that do not own a mic. It's I, true. Right? It's very true. Right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so disrespectful to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Once again, this has been Muffler Crunch, and we've got Luke and Angela in the studio here. You guys have yourself a wonderful day. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you very much, uh, Rebel. <laughs> Go see these guys live. They're amazing. Do it. Heavy in Ottawa. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal-themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. Heavy in Ottawa. Presented by Rebel1017.com. Welcome back to Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura, and this is James telling you about the upcoming shows for the next couple of weeks. So this Friday, February 21st, at the Brass Monkey, we have Crimson Ash. Uh, this Saturday, February 22nd, at Moose McGuire's is another edition of the Rebel 1017 Real Rock Search. This week's contenders will be The Eve of Uprise and Machine Messiah. Also this Saturday, February 22nd, at Café de Cuff, you can catch Killick with locals Whispers in the Maze, Ignominy, and Caustic God. Also this Saturday, at Prest, you can catch Teenage Fiction, Kestrel Blue, and Sea of Grass. Next Wednesday, February 26th, at the Brass Monkey, you can catch While She Sleeps, He's Legend, and Savage Hands, along with locals in passing. Also next Wednesday, February 26th, at Avant Garde Bar, Queens and Kings will be playing with locals Sunday Riot Club and Barrington Club Band. Next Friday, February 28th, at Café de Cuff, there's going to be a metal show featuring... Astaroth Incarnate, Morbid Prototype, and Locals Harmoniac. Also next Friday, February 28th, at the 27 Club, Royal Tusk, Broken Love, Sights and Sounds, and Locals North North Gang will be taking the stage. Also next Friday, February 28th, right next door at the Dominion Tavern, Zane Bean is throwing his birthday bash with his band Letdown, as well as Fortune Cove, Hopper, and New Age Hippie. Next Saturday, February 29th, at Babylon, you can catch T-Rex Marathon, Excuses, Excuses, Onion Face, Winter, and Waistline. 
Also next Saturday, February 29th, will be another night of the Rebel 1017 Real Rock Search. Next week's contenders will be Taming Sari and Rockin' Engine. And finally, next Sunday, March 1st, at Avant Garde Bar, you can catch an all-local show featuring Lessons in Crime, Sorry Snowman, Subraj Singh, and Common Casualty. Every time I'm really impressed with all, with all your pronunciation of some of these band names. <laughs> the metal bands get especially hard. There was a few there where I almost tied my tongue. Very impressive, my friend. This has been Heavy in Ottawa. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. We're going to leave you with T-Rex Marathon and No Filter.
listening to the Heavy and Ottawa podcast from Rebel1017.com with Laura Collins and James Reed. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal-themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. New episodes posted twice monthly. Join the Heavy and Ottawa Facebook page and follow us on Instagram, Heavy in Ottawa. Presented by Rebel1017.com.